0: Coming up next, the wild and crazy Haas Outdoors. It is time for the Hawes Outdoors, bringing you the news, how-to tips, where to travel, information on events, making fun of Yellowstone tourists, rambling on things don't make any sense, and just being a plain goofball. Here is your host, Charles Hawes. Good morning, Montana. Good morning to you. Good morning to you. Get your lazy butts out of bed. Good morning to you. Wakey, wakey! The sun came up a few hours ago. It's 10:30 a.m. here in Montana. For you ranchers, it's another wonderful day in Moo Moo Land. I can't believe it's May already. This is getting to be exciting. Next thing you know, we're going to wake up in the morning, and it's going to be in the fall hunting season. I'm going to be like, yay! I get to go hunting! I just wanted to compare hunting here in Montana and my home state. Now, my home state is West Virginia. Now, West Virginia don't have a spring bear season. They do have a spring turkey season, but your hunting them has got to be out of the woods by noon. So if those people are there with a bad hangover, they're not going to be hunting very much. Here in Montana, they got a spring bear season and a turkey season, I'm like, wow, that is great. I am planning on going bear hunting this spring, This as soon as I can get my in and out of this broadcasting studio. Now, during the fall hunting season in Montana, we have bighorn sheep, mountain goat, moose, buffalo, elk, white-tailed deer, mule deer, and the list goes on. In West Virginia, they have white-tailed deer, bear, and wild pig. A uh, dove season in West Virginia, there is an interesting hunting season you don't want to see. <laughs> you go to a field, like a public hunting area, you'll have this one place I used to dove hunt at. It was called Green Bottoms Wildlife Management Area. Now, opening day of dove season, you can't find a place to park there to so many people. When you get in the field, you'll have 50 people in these groups lining up. And when a poor little dove comes flying in between everybody, it's like Gettysburg. I've actually seen a whole group of people, 30 people at least, shooting at one dove and missed. And the dove turned around and flew back in the gondola line again, and everybody else missed him again. I was laughing so hard I couldn't even pull the trigger. I hollered out, Hey, everybody needs to go to gun range as soon as possible. Now one time I seen this guy had a box of 100 shells. He shot almost every shell in that box and killed only 5 doves. I shot 12 times and shot 9 doves. He looked at me and said, How did you do that? I said, Well, it's called aiming. Now, I know Montana had the dove season. I haven't got to hunting it yet, but hopefully I will get to do it this year. Now, waterfowl season back home is interesting also. Same hunting area, Green Bottom Wildlife Management area. Opening day in October, they have this little sign in sheet there at the office. You go in and sign in. They just want to see how many hunters was there. And since, you know, I'm an outdoor writer and photographer and I got to see the list. That list one time was 129 hunters. Now that's a lot of hunters for one area, but luckily everybody's shooting up in the air. And when shooting time starts, it sounds like you're in Iwo Jima back in World War II. One day I've actually had a hunter shoot a teal right over my head and the teal landed about five feet from me on the ground. You know, with me having a real good sense of humor, I picked up the duck and yelled out, Who does this belong to? And this old guy said, It's mine." I gave the duck to him, we was laughing about it. He's like, Oh, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to shoot over your head. Now I heard waterfowl hunting is pretty good here in Montana. Once again, it's the hunting season I haven't got to try yet, but hopefully this year I will get to. Now in West Virginia, there is no elk season yet. They did restock them back at the time I was getting ready to leave to come here. But here in Montana, elk hunting is really good. I mean, I've seen some big bulls when I wasn't hunting. When I did try to go hunting for them last year, they just seemed to disappear. As soon as I leave, here they come out of hiding. All right, deer hunting in West Virginia, they got this season. The week of Thanksgiving, they have a season called the rifle season. It used to be called the buck season, but now they allow them to kill does during that same season and uh, black bear too. Now that is one season, you need to stay away from public hunting areas. Like one time I went out in this one area, i say about two to four acres. There was about 30 hunters there because I counted the bright orange vest and the bright orange colors on everybody. This little deer come running in between everybody. All of a sudden, everybody just seemed like opened up on it. I jumped behind the log and laid down, and I can hear the bullets hitting the log in front of me. The deer dropped less than 10 yards from me. I got up and said okay guys you have a nice day I'm going home and I just packed up and went home. I call this season the Jim Bob season because it reminds me a bunch of hicks out there in the woods. A rifle in one hand a bottle of Jack Daniels or Mad Dog 2020 or their favorite beer in the other hand and they sit there and shoot that noise. They sit there in the woods they hear a twig snap or something kind of a noise they'll turn around and shoot in that direction the noise came from without even looking to see what it was. Now here in Montana, they're pretty real spread out, and I kinda like that. You know, here in Montana, people use rifle scopes. They're shooting at deers two or three hundred yards away, which I've tried to do before, and I missed three of them before I got aggravated and and gave up. Now back in West Virginia, a hundred yard shot is considered long distance, so you actually don't really need a scope there unless you really want to. I prefer not to hunt with a scope back there. Now we do have a squirrel season back in West Virginia. Now the squirrels here in Montana is really small compared to ones back in West Virginia. The ones back home, the uh, red fox squirrel, what they call them, they're almost the size of a house cat, their body at least is, but their legs are real short so they can climb the trees. And their season usually starts about September, ends, uh, I don't know, when I left West Virginia it was in January, January 31st. Montana does not have a squirrel season, so it's fair game if you want to go out and pop one or not. They're good to eat though, I like eating squirrels. Grouse hunting here in Montana is a lot more easier than in West Virginia. I've actually seen more grouse here in Montana than I have in West Virginia in 30 years. You know, back when I was in high school, I can go walk out in the local woods. An hour and a half later, I can get my grouse, you know, limit filled up, which was four. Nowadays, you're lucky to see four in 20 years, but they still have a grouse season on them. But here in Montana, we got several different kinds. we got the blue grouse, the sage grouse, and so on and so forth. In West Virginia, they have the rough grouse only. Now, here in Montana, they have mountain lion season. In West Virginia, there is no mountain lions, which that's what the Fish and Game claims, even though people are spotting them. And they brush it off and tell people, oh, you're just seeing things. It's not a mountain lion. I think that's a bunch of horse. <laughs> okay. Now, here in Montana, if you get 12 friends together to go hunting, that's called a hunting party. Now, with 12 hunters in West Virginia, we would call that a full set of teeth. Well, looky here, it is time for some news. The sweet, wonderful news of the outdoors. That's if some of you are still awake. With all the uncertain around the world due to COVID-19 pandemic, where those lucky enough to draw the Smith River permit can look forward to getting away from it all with the kickoff of the Smith River float season, May the 5th. The season starting a few weeks late this year because of the pandemic, but with all the spring finally coming too strong in Montana, floaters can expect a great experience. On April the 10th, the FWP suspended float recreation on the Smith River. On April 24th, after Governor Bullock announced that phase their approach to easing restrictions, the FWP decided to resume float recreation on May 5th with a few changes. To comply with current directive from Governor Bullock on social distancing for the 14-day quarantine of out-of-state visitors, floaters should be prepared for some changes in their float experience and expectations. No overnight camping will be available at Camp Baker launch site. Permit holders and commercial outfitters will be contacted via email or phone about modifications to restrictions, processes, and changes to the other expats of their float. These include Rangers will call up permit holders in random selected order between 1 p.m. to 3.30 p.m., two days in advance of permit holder's launch date. Permit holders will be asked to provide names, ages, and state of residency of members in their float group, the choices of boat camps, the number of types of watercrafts, credit card payment for their balance and permit fees. Groups must arrive at Camp Baker prior to noon on their launch date to provide the ranger with a lead orientation and safety talk on which will be conducted outside. If you're with an outdoor organization like to share some news or want to brag about a hunting and fishing trip you was on mm-hmm. or just want to ramble on something about hunting and fishing, please email me at hawsoutdoors at treasurestateradio.com. That's all the time we have, so we thank you for listening in. This is Goofy Charles Haws uh-huh, and Treasure State Radio saying so long and be safe out there. Listen out for Halls Outdoors Mondays at 10.30 a.m. on TreasureStateRadio.com.